Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. All right, hey, it's Chad, and we're here with Ellen uh, Elena Valentine. We're here with Valentine from Skill Scout. Tell us a little bit about yourself. What are you doing here? We're in Nashville, by the way, for RecruitCon. Yeah, I was here giving a very hands-on and interactive workshop with a couple hundred attendees that were here and helping them uh, communicate their jobs through video legitimately using their smartphones. So took them on quite a wild hour and a half ride um, all over this hotel following uh, one of the employees here at Hilton and then outside uh, capturing some uh, behind the scenes of Nashville life. So took them outside of the actual presentation area, the room, and did did uh, BLR know about this? Did they know that you were gonna take them on a hike? Very much so, yes. Okay. I knew that this was- Damn. Um, yeah, well, no, I mean, cause you kinda have to prepare for organized chaos, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I didn't wanna surprise them and certainly wanted to get permission from Hilton for us to do this. So okay. I'd been coordinating with the Hilton HR team, helping them, helping them identify the right person that we could use as our video star right. for our demo and hands-on practice. Okay, so when it came down to demo and hands-on practice, where did you see most of the eyes kind of perk up? I think a couple of things. I think one, seeing how powerful it is to just have a very simple conversation with your employee about what it's like to work at your organization. Um, things standing out about Carlvin's uh, career trajectory okay. and what hospitality in this career has meant to him. Yeah. So certainly some of the talking points, but definitely some of the key takeaways as we were doing the reflections was people seeing how easy this can really be for one. Yeah. Seeing so that- So does that not blow your mind though? I mean, seriously, because it, it, it seems like people want to make things so much more complex than what they really are. And if they just simplify, then the, it'll just come organically. Very much so. I mean, I think what they have to realize is, look, these are some incredible technologies in our pockets. She's like, holding She's holding her, her holding phone. Holding my Google Pixel. Yes, yep, her, holding her my phone. phone. A Pixel. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. It was, it was the best camera on the market at the time. That's uh -huh. why I got it. But, you know, we're taking videos and photos of our kids, yeah. of our dogs, of, you know, odd odd photos of Joel Cheeseman doing axe throwing, right? <laughs> like, and so we're, we're trying to, to in just, sandals, by the way, yes. Yeah, smart. Um, Not so smart. Is that we're all, we all are, you know, our videographers in our own right, yeah. right, our amateur videographers. And so the idea that, you know, we can push this into the professional workplace mm -hmm. um, and give people some structure, um, some guidance, right. and some, quite frankly, some confidence around how to do that yeah. is really the aim. The idea at the end of the day is that my just cause is to empower HR to be chief human storytellers of their business and give them an approach um, and, and, the, and the tools to be able to do that, to see video as just as much of a tool that they can pick up yeah. for something yeah. as 
any other tools that they have. Do you think they get that though? I mean, because really it doesn't seem like HR or talent acquisition understands that they do have to be good at telling stories. They do have to be good at providing a great candidate experience. It just, it's, it, to me, it seems more surgical where it's very sterile and it doesn't seem like they, they understand what this whole journey is about for a candidate. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it has everything to do with trying to take away a lot of the traditional HR of mm-hmm. being seen as this very highly regulated, highly compliant, very serious industry. And the truth is, yes, this is a very serious, like we're dealing with very serious issues, yeah, right? And, yeah. and some of um, what we do has to be you know, taken very seriously. But at the same time, a lot of what we're doing is human to human connection. Yeah. And human to human connection is not compliant or filled with legalese. Mm. It is about having empathetic conversations. Right, right. Um, and storytelling is such a huge part of that. I think a lot of it is seeing that their role is so much more elevated than what it is. Right. Once I tell recruiters, you tell stories every day, right? They're mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know, we're we're telling stories about how we're so passionate and why, anecdotes why, and yeah, yeah and why yeah. we've been here for so long. Uh-huh. And so I was like, well, you should start seeing yourself as that, that that really HR and the recruiting industry itself, they are the gatekeepers right. of workplace stories. Yeah. Um, and we need to empower this industry to to see themselves as that, that that's part of their job description. And stop being so goddamn afraid of everything. Yeah. A little bit. No, for sure. Um, You know, certainly I think if if we think about, you know, kind of what we've done around video and storytelling, I think, you know, some of it is around the culture of their marketing and the business brand Mm -hmm. of that company. Right. Um, Which I think is often what causes the fear and the disconnect because there is an absolute difference between your marketing brand and your talent brand. Candidates don't want to be sold to. Yeah. Right. It's commercial time. Sovereign AI matching is the most sophisticated matching engine on the market because it acts just like a human. You decide exactly how our AI matching engine thinks about each individual transaction. It will find, rank, and sort the best matches according to your criteria. Not only does it deliver the best matches, it tells you how and why it produced them and offers tips to improve the results. Our engine thinks like you, so you don't have to learn how to think like the engine. To learn more about Sovereign AI matching, visit Sovereign.com. That's S-O-V-R-E-N.com. It's showtime. They don't want the most interesting man in the world. What they want is the realities. <laughs> is um, that true, though? I mean, seriously. Yes. Because oh, brands yes. are brands. I mean, have you seen SodaStream's new, uh, their, their new campaign where they actually wrap their products and their, I mean, because they're proud of their products and that's who they are. Yeah. And they're selling their product and they're selling their brand to their candidates because they also know that the candidates are what? Their best employees. Their customers. Yeah. And they yeah, actually and their buy their shit, right? Yes. So, I mean, I'm not, I don't totally believe that you need to separate it as much as, as we see out there. Yeah. I mean, in, in some cultures, some company cultures are going to be very different. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some companies that can easily do that much more seamlessly. Yeah. Um, 
But I think that there are some companies, let's say in other highly regulated industries like banking and others, uh-huh. where yeah. there's this more kind of buttoned up brand that, that they have to yeah. have. Boring, um, compliant. Versus what candidates really want to hear, which is like, don't tell me the sunshine and rainbows. Yeah. Like, tell me why people will quit. Tell yeah. me what are the challenges. Mm-hmm. Also, tell me how I can grow. Oh, they will see it on review sites. They'll see it on Glassdoor. They'll see it on Fairy God Boss. I mean, they, oh, yeah. they, they, this is such a transparent time in our lives. Why do we believe the sterility or what have you is actually going to work? We don't, but it is safe and it doesn't offend so much. So despite the fact that it doesn't excite, yeah. it's also not going to get people in trouble. Or and interested. So a, yeah, for sure. But I, I think if we're looking at, at the end of the day, yeah. you know, we are looking at recruitment goals, right? Yes, They're, yes. But we're also looking at from the ego point of, you know, is this, is a recruiter going to make me look more awesome yeah. or less awesome? <laughs> and if I take a step into the unknown right. and this completely fails, yes. I am not going to look very good. Yeah. And, and there is something to say about failure and learning on the path to being successful and I don't versus think that's part of the culture of HR. It's not. It is not it's, part of a culture. And that is why we still, I mean, we're still five to 10 years in some cases behind the rest of major industries like advertising, right? Anything that we do seems to technology wise, process wise, be behind everybody else because HR, for some reason, wants to ball up in a corner in the fetal position and hope that they don't get in trouble, as opposed to try to shake things up. Yeah. It's always been a reactive industry and traditional reactive industry and not necessarily one that's been proactive. So storytelling. Yeah. It's dope. It's what (laughs) I live for. It's (laughs) dope. It's what I live for. So that being said, Skill Scout on the clock, 30 seconds. Tell me about Skill Scout. What's, What's going on? We are a media company that mm-hmm. aims to help companies large and small communicate their jobs and company culture on video as a way to attract and retain talent. We do that in a myriad of different ways, um, but really overall high level mission is, is what I had said. We are here to empower HR to be chief human storytellers of their business and see video as part of their creative toolkit to do okay. that. Okay. Okay. It's commercial time. America's job exchange is a market leader in diversity recruitment and an OFCCP compliance solution provider. We serve over a thousand customers, consisting of federal contractors and subcontractors, to SMBs and Fortune 500 organizations. America's job exchange specializes in job distribution to over 6,500 state one-stop career centers and community-based organizations, ensures the creation and maintenance of state credentials, obtains veteran preference on job postings, robust outreach management, and supports effective, positive recruitment efforts designed to recruit individuals with disabilities, veterans, women, and minorities. For more information, call us at 866-926-6284 or visit us at www.americasjobexchange.com. It's showtime. Let me read your shirt real quick. Okay, she's got this awesome shirt. It says, your job post is as boring as this t-shirt. And it's in black and white. So instead of being, and this is, again, this is this is a great t-shirt, although it's very HR because it should say, your job description sucks. 
But really, I mean, what do you guys do to actually help companies better understand that their job descriptions suck, that they might lean heavy on the male uh, side versus female side? I mean, what do you do to help out with that? Because to be quite frank, we have job descriptions that are 10 plus years old that have been tweaked here and there because of what's happening in the market. How do you help them? Yeah, I mean, I think part of it is seeing the reality of where this generation is heading and where technology is going. Where the hell is it heading? <laughs> well, it's certainly um, going to be more 3D than it has been 2D. Yeah. I mean, I think I think it's this you know idea. One is, let's just get down to the science. We are visual learners. Uh-huh. We retain 65% of what we see and hear versus what we read. Our brains dedicated majority to processing visuals. So right, one, right. It's, in, it's in how we learn, mm-hmm. point blank. Okay. Um, but it's also seeing that what we need to start doing is helping to mystify what requirements are like. Giving candidates this opportunity to self-screen in, uh, to self-screen out. And we started really based on this mission that you cannot be what you cannot see. Right. We started this company because we were working with young people, primarily who had records. Okay. Some who had never left their neighborhoods. Yeah. Who lacked access and exposure to jobs. And job descriptions don't show what a job is like. Yep. And socioeconomic boundaries are real. Very much so. And so when we took a step back, what we realized was that there was a power in story and a power mm. in video to celebrate the world of work mm-hmm. and to give these young people a new way to understand what these careers could really be, right? right that they right. could see themselves in these roles mm-hmm. because the job posts, unless you're the Googles and the Facebooks of the world, right. is often the first impression that a candidate will have of your company. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so the idea that you can arm them with more information, with enthusiasm, that they can see themselves in this company mm. um, became ever the more important given the populations that we had initially started with and were inspired by. Well, and and to be able to, to put more emphasis on that, research shows that the career portion of a website is either the number one or number two most visited viewed so if there's a story to be told it's on that page. it should be within it should be within that ecosystem of the career site itself right not just a page yeah it needs to suck you in but it needs to be within that ecosystem of engagement absolutely because and this is kind of like a duh people work <laughs> for people yes. not companies yeah we're in the we're in the people business right correct yeah but we often very much forget about that in terms of how we communicate it. Right. You know, so when right. we started, we built this business on the shoulders of small to mid-sized manufacturers who certainly know how to make great products. Mm-hmm. Many of them actually have some great cultures. Right. They just don't share that, right? Like there, there's there's never been this this pull for them to reflect and think about not just what you make, yeah. but why you make yep. and who you make it with. Right. And right. that those are the, the kinds of, um, kind of tentacles that we should be celebrating, especially if we're thinking about attracting the next generation of yeah, talent. And that matters to somebody who's coming to spend their t- most of their, their day in a place, right? It, it, the things that matter are the things that you should talk about. The, you know, four bullets or the, the, the actual job description itself that you have now that is incredibly sterile and it's bland and it's boring as hell and it sucks. That's where we, should really spend more time to be able to tell our story. Don't get too crazy, right? But tell the story and also reevaluate what your basic qualifications are. Because in some cases, I mean, they're trumped up. 
and we see uh, bachelor's degrees thrown on just about everything nowadays. And uh, it's, it's horrible. So how does Skill Scout help? Tell me what your typical client looks like mm-hmm. and what their biggest need is. Yeah. So there's three reasons primarily why companies will come to us. Okay. And it's really run the gamut in terms of large and small, which we can talk about. Sure. Um, one is you have companies are saying, look, we have evergreen roles that we're always going to hire for. Yep. And, and we just want to be more efficient in how we do that. We still want to stand out and from the all high of the volume other volume types of yeah, roles. Yeah, yeah. Um, we just want to stand out from all the other welding positions that might be out there. We yeah. want to be known as the employer of choice. So let's you know put in some resources to, yeah. to differentiating what we do. That's one. The second is I have a hard to fill role. So you think? I mean, and when we started manufacturing, the tool and die maker, right? Oh, and, yeah. and all these other. Um, you know, be it from C-suite or just others where it's like, look, this job is just gone unfilled. We're throwing spaghetti at the wall. All right. Okay. We're, you've, you've, you know. You've Come ta- on, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. You've just, yeah. You've, uh, you've thrown my hand. Let, let's just do it. The third is, um, this is a role that candidates just misunderstand. Yeah. Right? That a job description just doesn't do it justice. We're getting just either a high turnover or or candidates who are coming in thinking it was one thing and it's not. Mm -hmm. And we need a new way to arm our candidates in understanding what this role is. Right. So how do you help them? Because, I mean, that is a big problem. Just taking a look at trying to read through a job description and not fall asleep first. Absolutely. Uh, How do you you help there? Yeah. So we're a media company. There's two ways that we help companies. Uh, We can be a full-scale media production company. Mm -hmm. We are working with them um, kind of with our tried and true process of what it means to create a realistic job preview or a company culture overview. And we just kind of produce that. Yeah. With a talent lens, that's one. Um, but on the second end, which is what we had done today, was um, kind of a DIY video offering, if you will. So imagine the baking analogy. You know, we're here to give HR the plan, the kit, mm-hmm. um, the tools. They capture the right ingredients yeah. and they submit it to us for editing as a way to just make storytelling more scalable and okay. more affordable. So cool. think about like, we're training them to be workplace video sous chefs, yeah. but we're still the chefs. Okay. Um, so it's so like phone video, just any kind yeah. of video, and then it just they yeah, give it to you, video. Yeah. and just like this big pile of video, and then you guys are like, okay, now we get to put together this this yeah, story. I mean, it- it's commercial time. How many times has someone said to you, we're the Uber of, or it's the PayPal of, maybe they're the Facebook of, In many, many cases, these comparisons fall short of being close to reality or even a useful illustration of what organizations actually do. In the case of Job Ad X, our example is so accurate, so spot on, that it's synonymous with our work. Job Ad X is Google AdSense for jobs. That means we're an efficient, persistent, and smarter ad unit for job-related advertising. As the best ad tool in the industry, Job Ad X offers recruitment marketing agencies, RPOs, and staffing firms real-time dynamic bidding and delivery for client postings through the industry's first truly responsive tool. All this is done with the flexibility of Job Ad X's cost per impression, click, or application. We offer unique budget conservation options to effectively eliminate spending waste. We're not set in regret. For direct clients, Job Ad X delivers superior candidates with the best of programmatic efficiency and premium page ad positioning. We also provide publishers and job boards higher rev share than other partners through our smarter programmatic platform. In many cases, 30 to 40% greater and more through our scalable model. 
To partner with us, you can visit or search jobadx.com or email us at joinus at jobadx.com to get estimates or begin working together. JobAdX, the best ad tool providing smarter programmatic for your needs. Oh, you've been wondering why the British accent? JobAdX has just launched in the UK too. It's showtime. What we're doing with DIY video is taking probably some of the hardest pieces of video that scares people. One yeah. is the plan, like how the hell do I start? Yeah. And what do I need to like make this not look like the Blair Witch Project? Yeah. And also like, I'm not an editor. <laughs> I don't have, you know, time to learn a, a new software, nor, nor you know, am I, am I afraid of it? Right. Um, but I don't know like what I need to do to craft that right story. Uh-huh. Um, but we can't, what we can teach them is like, look, you are the experts of your workplace. You have the employees there. Let's help you capture what you should capture and still leave it to us, your storytelling partners um, to help you with that. Um, and there's, you know, certainly different reasons why companies would go to one or the other. Right. I mean, certainly some of it is budget. Mm-hmm. Um, oftentimes there's companies that are asking us to come in to do both, to create, all right, here's some foundational videos that we want. Right. But hey, at any point, we also want to just tell our own stories or, you know, maybe the role has evolved and we want to continue to take that forward. Because oftentimes what really scares people about full-scale media, mm-hmm. one is it it's feeling like it's too precious. Like I've paid thousands of dollars for right, this. Right, 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 right. That... And what if that person, what, leaves. If, what if they leave? They we leave. can't use the video. We can't use the video anymore. That's a big one. Um, oftentimes, though, the reason why some companies will come to us is even though they have very high-powered marketing teams, uh-huh. HR is the red-headed stepchild. Yes. So it's like as soon as a big business initiative comes forward, right. anything that HR needed to do on training, on recruiting, to on curb. story gets kicked to the curb. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, they often have a lot of kind of HR coming, you know, with their tail between their legs, like, oh man, like we did try working with marketing. Oh, but they've put us on hold now for the next two years. Like that doesn't help us yeah, anymore. Like yeah. the world is moving too fast right, uh, for us right, to make that work. Right. So how do you guys, how do you price this thing out? So if I come to you and, and, and I say, hey, look, I want to throw just a bunch of our mobile videos at you or yeah. whatever. Just a, just a big cornucopia of media. I want to throw it your way and then yeah. I want you I to come up with I love that cornucopia of media, for <laughs> sure. Um, well, certainly we would have a, a very pretty uh, hard understanding of, of what their goals End were. Be- yeah, yeah, before like... Yeah. Oh, I'm seeing these random clips yeah. of, of someone working. <laughs> what's what's I don't know Joe what is. doing in the bathroom? I don't understand this one. Yeah, um, we do it. We do everything based by credit. So okay. we kind of have a, a typical uh, kind of an initial setup cost of all right. Let's get your location or your department set up. Yeah. Um, we have a production planning call. We give you a kit, kind of get everything in line. And that initial setup cost also includes your first video. And then you pay based on credit after that. So $1,000 per video credit for most videos. Um, maybe a more complex video, like a company overview, might be two credits, right? Sure, sure. Um, or kind of a custom video or, or training video. It's, it's a lot my of video, it's though, your, right? Yeah, it is right? your video. Okay. Like, I mean, you, you're, you own the raw footage. Yep. What you're paying for is to have an edited video returned back to you that you can share however and wherever you'd like. And so this was the big insight for us. And what's very important is we are here to be pure HR content partners, period. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We don't have a subscription or a platform that we are hiding your content behind. Right, right, right. It's to say we are here to be, you know, your great storytelling partners 
have these videos, use them on Insta, use them on Snapchat, use them on Facebook, use them on your career page. Whatever you want is how you should use it. And the recurring for us, right, the the part of the relationship that continues Mm -hmm. is that um, we can make this kind of a seamless relationship, both in its affordability, um, but also that, look, you know, we now have built this just a massive library of content for you. And we can continue to help you with that moving forward and, and making it something that can be scalable and affordable. So we have a lot of companies internationally who have, say, hundreds, you know, thousands of locations who often are like, everything is always US centric. Yeah. Why? Because, you know, that's where all our full scale is. And we don't we can't afford to have a full scale go to Japan and go to Germany and go to Italy when, quite frankly, these other you know countries and, and colleagues are, are yearning for more localized recruitment content. And so this is kind of certainly been a solution for some companies on, on what that could look like. So last question, in your lens, what, how you see it, right? How do you see Google for Jobs impacting the market? Yeah, I mean, I think what Google for Jobs is doing is going to aggregate quite frankly, you know, kind of nearly every job board, you know, everything together. It's mm-hmm. becoming the primary search engine. Um, and so I think that's going to be a key market. Um, I think what we're also seeing is that what Google for Jobs will continue to do is, once again, move in a direction where it's no longer about posting and praying. Mm-hmm. I mean, now, you you know, you are just going to get candidates that will passively be receiving roles based on what their, um, you know, interests or their experience would Skill be, sets, you know, yeah. based on algorithm. Mm-hmm. But the key thing will always be that content is king, right? Yes. So at the end of the day, when they receive 80 jobs for being a shoe designer, they're still gonna wanna figure out what is it like to be a shoe designer at Nike versus yes. being a shoe designer at Adidas. Which, and that's where the power of story yeah. really comes into play to help them make those decisions at the time of application. And I think we're past content is king. I think right now, Google is actually dictating that experience is king. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. You heard, Absolutely. You you heard it here first, by the way. So I, I mean, you guys are in the right business, I believe, at this point, where everybody's scrambling. How am I going to get my jobs out there? It's not just about getting the jobs out there. It's about getting that content out there, making sure that it is uh, more of an experience. Because if job seekers take more time on your site and they're not ejecting as soon as they get there, Google's going to see that. Correct. You're gonna get better rankings, you're gonna get better traffic, and if you're not already selling this, uh, I'm gonna send you an invoice for consulting. Just kidding. But I mean, seriously, right? Mm -hmm. So when it goes past this, what's the other, I mean, we just saw Indeed by Glassdoor, well, recruit by Glassdoor. What are some of the other big impactful things you believe are going to happen in the industry? Yeah, if I can take a bit of a different sure. perspective, yeah. um, quite frankly, in terms of even how we have um, navigated our most authentic path to this uh-huh. is so much of HR tech is about automation, yes. right? And the robots will you know, now take over the experience of this and you know, everyone will do this. Um, and there's something to be said that I am proudly a media company not a tech company, which means that there will always be a level of service and Uh a level of human to human connection that is important here. Right. And what I see happening is that we've gone so far to the other end of the chat bots and of the AI that what people will realize is we are tribes people on instinct. And what we want is not a network of 6,000 or your, you know, 6,000 opportunities. We want that network of, of three. Right. Right. In those top six. And so I think that, you know, to your point, what you said, that what will win out will be those that are thinking about experience and thinking about how we are really making more human to human one on one 
connections in a world that I think continues to push us to think that we are, you know, biologically otherwise. That might be a little too abstract, but no, that's no. that's kind of how I see it. Well, I appreciate you taking the time out. I know you were busy here in Nashville doing all your guest tours and stuff. Um, yes. Elena Valentine, Skill Scout. Where can they find you? Everywhere except Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, Elena at skillscout.com and got our website, got everything, you know. Google us. There you go. And you'll see, and you'll find us. So check them out. Skill Scout, again, you know, we're talking about more than just getting jobs out there. We're talking about experience and, and it's going to matter and it does matter. And uh, we out. This has been the Chat and Cheese Podcast. Subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a single show. And be sure to check out our sponsors because they make it all possible. For more, visit chadcheese.com. Oh yeah, you're welcome. You've got questions, we've got answers. Business leadership, ownership, and sales can be challenging. Tune into the Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast to learn from the world's experts. Join me, your host, Diane Helbig, as I chat with people who have expertise in various areas of business. You'll enjoy the lively conversations that are focused on providing you with the ideas, tips, and suggestions you need to realize greater success. Get what you need for your business when you need it from the people who have the answers. Accelerate Your Business Growth is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.